Christ be with us in God's Holy Spirit. Good morning. Good morning. I'm, you know, I'm impressed. This is Memorial Day weekend. And I thank you very much for, for coming here and rejoicing in the Lord with us and also rejoicing in the, the blessed memory of all the people who have defended this nation through the years. And so I hope and pray that you find this worship to lift you up, to heal you, and to send you out in a spirit that will lift you up for the rest of the week. And to kick off our worship, Hollis will give us a couple of announcements here. Morning. I'd like to welcome you to South American Trinity United Methodist Church on Memorial Weekend, a day or weekend in which we honor those servicemen and women who have lost their lives fighting for the freedom that sometimes we take for granted. We shouldn't do that, and it shouldn't be just a weekend, it should be every day. Also, this is the beginning of summer. Don't know what happened to spring. <laughs> kind, of, kind of stood by us, I think. But uh, this is uh, the end of summer. I have two announcements. One, uh, we have a trustee meeting at 6 o'clock this coming Tuesday evening. We'll be in the clock room. We also have a strawberry festival this Friday. Please get the word out. Mention it to your friends, relatives. Uh, it's always uh, well received. I've noticed a lot of signs around indicating that uh, we're having it. I noticed that also there's the website of the South American Neighborhood Association, so that's good. So uh, let's all hope that we have a good turnout on that Friday, and I know we can always use help. Are there any other announcements for the good of the church? I have a couple. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, morning Sally. Okay. In your bulletin, you will see your song sheet. On the other side is a, uh, please update your membership contact, your, your name, address, phone number, email if possible, and birthdays, so that we can have a correct list in the bulletin. Also, we have a Bible here for Debbie and Bob, they are going to read it. <laughs> so I would appreciate, I would, they appreciate it if you sign it. They don't know about this yet, so we'll be surprised. So after church, it'll be up there. Thank you. We'll begin with the entering into God. Would you please be seated? Please pray with me. God of creation, God of redemption, God who wishes to change us into the image of God. We thank you for this time of worship, this time of remembrance for those who have sacrificed for us, and this time when we may learn how to be part of the family of God that can heal the world. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, our people, we pray. Amen. <laughs> Well, it's been a, a very memorable week in my life. My family was with me as I graduated from school with a Master of Divinity degree. The final, 
this is um, the final big piece in preparing for my ordination. And it was a perfect day on Monday, weather-wise, wasn't it? And it was a beautiful ceremony, and it had so many wonderful moments with my classmates, faculty, and friends. And I thank all of you for your support. But most of all, I do thank my family. It's given me steadfast love and support through these four years that it's taken to complete my studies towards this degree. As many of you know, <coughs> going back to school as an adult is not for sissies, amen? <laughs> it's been fun and exciting in many ways to go back to school and to finally finish a program that I started more than 40 years ago, but it takes many sacrifices of time, energy, funds, and self-esteem to hang in there through the, the whole process. And most of all, perhaps, it's taken a good deal of humility to enter what is, in certain ways, a, a second childhood, starting over from square one, and an admission that whatever insights and skills I may have had before were not good enough for me to complete this process. And so, I have to admit that in a way, my new diploma feels like kind of a, a rebirth certificate, an official recognition that I'm ready to start a new life, a second birth. And along the way, I've, I've had a rebirth of my faith relationship with my family, a rebirth that did not require a degree from a university to start. I became a son to my father in new ways husband to my wife in new ways, and a father to our son Christopher in new ways. And of course, I had a rebirth as a servant of God as I became your pastor last year, a new way of being a servant for God's world. A commitment to faith leads to new births and second childhoods. As United Methodists, we support and affirm baptizing infants as well as adults. We believe that God wants us to enter into the second childhood of Christian life as soon as possible. We're all born from our mothers. We all come into this world as flesh to be loved by humans who nurture us. But, as Christians, we affirm also that our birth in the flesh is just one kind of birth, bringing us into one kind of childhood with one kind of family. In Christian faith, we are to be born into a new kind of family, a family that's defined by the love that God has given us through the gift of creation, which we have received without having done anything to deserve it. And we define our family of Christian faith also by the love that God has given us through God's one and only Son, Jesus Christ, who offers us through God's love, the forgiveness of sins and the new and everlasting life without having done anything to deserve it. And we define our family of Christian faith by the love that God gives us again and again through God's Holy Spirit, the presence of God who helps us to know and to feel that we have been adopted into God's family along with others in our faith family, without having done anything to deserve it. 
as Christians, we call this family of God the Trinity, which is our way of saying that as Christians, we believe that there is one true God like others do, but it is only Christians who believe that the one true God is never just one. Amen? The one true God is a family. God, our creator, who has adopted us into God's family as a parent does. God, our redeemer, who shows us how to be a child of God perfectly in less than perfect flesh so that we can never doubt how to be in God's family. And God, our transformer, who blows into our lives like a mighty wind, breathing into us the life of a second childhood as children of God, connected to God and one another the way that God is connected to God's own self and to us. Now, having the second childhood of Christian living is to realize that we are never really alone, never orphaned, never without the resources of a generous, loving, giving God who loves us like a parent, a best brother or sister, a best friend. It's to never be alone, always connected, always with love, always with purpose, and with the good news of a good way to live. It sounds like a great way to live, amen? And yet, many people hesitate to grow in the second childhood of faith into the adult who God knows that we're meant to become. We get this second childhood through faith, and sometimes we don't quite know what to do with it, right? In today's reading from John's Gospel, the Pharisee named Nicodemus he was struggling with this transition into a deep faith in God also. Through accepting Jesus not as just a prophet, not just a miracle worker, but something more. And there were some Pharisees who struggled to figure out Jesus. And Nicodemus saw the miracles and heard the teachings of Jesus. And he believed that Jesus was sent from God. Just like many of us believe that Jesus is God's message to us. But that's where it ended. Nicodemus saw Jesus as a sign of God, not someone who was changing our relationship with God. And Jesus understood this and challenged Nicodemus to accept that unless someone believes in God, is born into a new life in God's family, they won't see what Jesus was calling the kingdom of heaven. Jesus was challenging Nicodemus and everyone, not just to believe in God because of what we see, but to believe that God can change completely how you see things. For Nicodemus, God loved the people of Israel from far away. Jesus, the Son of God, invited Nicodemus and everyone right into God's family, to be heirs to God's kingdom, our second childhood that comes to us through faith in Jesus as God cuts to the chase of what life is all about. Helping God bring God's eternal family of love to earth. It's the mission of God on earth. God wants to see everyone in the world, including you, as if they were already in God's eternal family with relationships that will never ever let us down 
and invited to grow in God's grace to reflect the love that God brought into our creation in Jesus, in God's Holy Spirit. When I was speaking at the Faith and Science Forum at the library earlier this week, I had a, the great privilege to speak alongside local leaders from the Muslim and Jewish faiths. They had gave great presentations, and we had a great discussion with the audience. But what struck me deeply as we were speaking and answering questions is how fundamentally different the Christian approach to life really is from other approaches. Islam and Judaism both affirm the God of Abraham. They both affirm that God is a loving and caring God. But only Christianity offers what Jesus offered Nicodemus. Only Jesus could say that Christianity could offer the world a way not just to be human in our love for God and one another, but to be part of God's loving family right now as we love God and one another as new creations in Christ. In a completely new kind of life, a radically different kind of living that makes our story God's story. God's story, our story. And the key ingredient for this radical difference from other faiths is not just Jesus. It's the living and active presence of God's Holy Spirit, challenging every life who comes to God through faith in Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit brings the life of God right into our lives so that God's family may live right here, right now, in us. Now, maybe having a second childhood is not something that appeals to you. Maybe you're perfectly happy to have the life that you have with the birth that you have, with the family and friends that you have. After all, being a child is not as simple as it seems. You have to have new and sometimes painful lessons. You'll have to learn how to change your way of looking at things again and again and again. And you'll have to adapt to new relationships, to learn about new places, and then learn it all over again as we grow as children of God. We become more and more like Jesus, more in love with God's family. I can only say, as a recent graduate, that a second childhood in Christian faith is always worth the effort. And in God's Holy Spirit, we can be led into the way of Christ that helps us to mature again and again and again. Leaving one phase of our new life in Christ behind as God invites us to become even more filled with the joy and peace of our extended family, growing, inviting, caring, and then growing again. Come. Be a child again in Christ. Grow up along with us together. God and God's world will be ever so glad you did. Amen. Our hymn of response is take this moment, sign in. <coughs> Please be seated. 
time now for the prayers of the people. When we lift up the joys and concerns that we have in our lives and in our community's life and in the world. And of course, on this Memorial Day, we pray especially for your loved ones you remember in service to our nation <coughs> and the loved ones of your friends and families who have fallen in service to our nation and for all the people around the world who struggle for peace and justice through their sacrificial acts in the name of peace. We pray this week for the family of Dawn Moran, born Dawn Sperry. You may remember her. She grew up in this church. And she died at age 57. Her funeral service will be here at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Please bear her family in mind. And we also pray for the family of Robert Siebert this morning in the uh, wake of his passing into God's eternal kingdom. We pray for the family of Jean McAuliffe and Thomas Costa. And we pray for Jamie Meza as he begins his battle with cancer. We also pray for people of our community, and we continue to read prayers from our community prayer job. Please pray for my daughter, Kaylin. A simple prayer from a parent who loves their child. We pray that we try to love everybody here and everybody in God's world. Pray with me, please. Gracious, loving, healing God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for the gift of freedom on this Memorial Day weekend, a gift that comes at a price, and we are grateful for those who are willing to offer their lives as a price for our peace and tranquility in this nation. We hold their memories fondly and dearly, and we hold the hearts of those who remember in your tender loving care. And we rejoice in the love that we have for one another in the freedom that we call Christian faith. We pray, dear Lord, for a world that needs peace and justice and harmony throughout its extents. We pray for those who are disadvantaged and troubled and those who have been persecuted of all kinds of all types of people for not everybody receives peace and justice equally in this world. Lift up all those people and give them the courage and strength to speak what God's justice should be for them. We pray for this church and rejoice in the healing and growth that we have. And we pray that all of God's church on earth may grow and provide your light and grace and mercy to the world. As we pray the words that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. A beautiful dance of love here today.
And so I think we can say with authority in our hearts, our charge to keep, let's say this together. We are set on fire by God to burn away everything that isn't Christ in us so that the world may have everything in us that grows in Christ. Let's invite God's Holy Spirit into our lives so that we can let God's new life in Christ grow in us. Amen. Amen. And now, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. And may the Lord lift up God's countenance upon us and grant us peace for all the world, now and forever. And may the people of God say joyfully, Amen! Amen.